Welcome to Confessions Beyond the Food. I'm your host, Nancy Redland. Let's dig in and get inspired. Okay, guys, so we have a mannequin and in the studio in our showroom, and he is such a creeper. I mean, we have moved him. Tracy just moved him all over the place, and there's his arm. <laughs> she 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 took his arm off. So, anyways, enough of you, John. Thank you, guys, so much for coming back to Confessions Beyond the Food. So, welcome back to part two. Um, of Confessions Beyond the Food. If you missed part one, it talks about Nancy's journey from sales and how that evolved into eventually starting her own company. And that's kind of where we left off at the end of the last one. Um, And I'm out of breath from (laughs) moving (laughs) the mannequin. And we've had a day today. Yeah. So so. we are coming as we are after like crazy weeks. So, yeah. So let's get back into kind of the rest of your story. And where we left off is you had two twin little boys, baby boys, babies, babies. And you said, I've made a decision to start my own business. And I'm sure that was like a leap of faith and Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, thought and everything went into that. So I guess I just want to know at this point, how did you start your business plan? How did you go about your first steps and getting going? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, just thinking back to that time of when I just had twins, because uh, on the personal side, I was I had a lot of I had a big struggle with um, with my pregnancy. And um, that's a whole nother story. But um, and just never being a parent before and having twins and um thinking about this major life change, it was, it was a lot. But when I was with the babies, as you guys, as many people know me, my brain just never stops moving. And that's one thing that actually helps me deal with a lot of other things going on health wise. But like, it it was just such a, um, it was just churning through my brain after the thought went into it. And I talked to one of my colleagues, um, that I'd worked with before at, um, my, my my job and um, we had always kind of talked about what if and and then we started we talked to one of our other friends that was in the industry and she had an incredible background an incredible um career and she wanted to come alongside us and that was so cool so that's kind of what you know it was three women and you know, all of us had really good jobs. And so it's kind of like, oh my gosh, like this just feels like something we needed to do. So it, let me ask you three okay. women. So is that where the name W3 came from? Yes. It, be- it began yes. as three yes. women w- starting a business. Yes. Yes. Evolved, but that was the, that was the beginning. That was the beginning. And that's the question everybody asked me today. And so, and that's how it began. And I can't take credit for it. Um, I remember Mary Beth walking in and saying, she's like, W3, three women. And and so I was like, that makes a ton of sense. So we are three women and there's not, I don't, I didn't know, maybe there is, but I didn't think there was um, three other women that were doing what we were doing down in Texas and Oklahoma. So um, yeah, that's kind of where the name came from. And I mean, it just, 
was really at that point, it just kind of, it was fun. And we sat down and we spent a lot of time just strategizing literally for a year over, you know, is this something we really want to do? A, like, we're really going to follow through, like, um, and what, um, how we were going to put the business together and how, what, where we saw it going and what our, our six month plan looked like, what our one year plan looked like, what our five year plan, what our 10 year. And so just really just sitting back and dreaming. And so that's something I love to do is dream because I have lots of ideas. And so, um, so that's what we started doing. And I, I, I took like an old idea, like from third grade. Do you remember those like spider, you know, you would start with a central idea and then you'd have the legs and then you'd have the ideas around it that did you yes you're i'm a little older than you so it was probably something similar but very different <laughs> yeah so yeah you know i'm pen and paper kids you know we we had pen and paper for those of you listening and um uh, but that's how i and, and that's honestly i would sit i sat down and i wrote we wrote the central idea of w3 and then just what like you know were the major components that we were looking at and we actually sat down with a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, and um, she's she's incredibly talented and she's so creative and gifted. Um, her her name is Leanne and her husband. And we, they were just like, hey, you know, let's come alongside you and kind of put your ideas into imagery and into what you guys, you know, want to accomplish. And that is how, you know, meet Bob came up so what what does meat bob mean what is that <laughs> so meat bob is um our infamous little video and that we made back in 2014 and it is on the website and it is yeah. on the website so go meet him and so listen um this is kind of funny so we we did the video and it's kind of you know, Bob represents, you know, what representation looked like at that time and what representation, you know, had been looking like forever. Kind of the way things had always been done traditionally. Yes, been done traditionally. And, you know, been, I mean, they served us well. I mean, like I have benefited from all, you know, the Bob, all the Bobs, you know, and so, and but it was kind of like kind of the old school way of just, you know, um, going about it, you know, like with, you know, meeting with distributors, you know, um, going, you know, kind of like being reactive and, um, you know, just kind of an old school way. And what was funny is, is for all of you out there, I just want to say I love Bob. I my stepdad's name is Bob and he was like when I showed him the video and I don't know why this clicked and he was like are you kidding me and I was like I didn't think about that but seriously like I love Bob I love all the reps that I have worked with um today I just had a I just had some ideas for a new way of representation and what you know, the three of us were like, we want a fresh approach to the market um, with different eyes. And and it's not recreating the wheel. It was really just getting back to the basics of selling and, you know, specifying and also using platforms, you know, that people, you know, using social platforms and um, and and 
you know, and looking at things at different ways, basically. So social in this industry wasn't really a thing, even that, Mm -hmm. I mean, those that few number of years ago, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was almost like a revolutionary thought. People thought you were a little bit um, (laughs) like out there, like what, why would you do that? Like, it didn't really make sense to a lot of people just because it was a, a new approach to the way things had been done before. So yeah, we actually had an interview and this guy had told us that he said, listen, you know, that's a waste of time and resources. Like that shouldn't be like a, such a big part of your business plan because it was a third part of our business plan. And I was just kind of shocked by that because back in 2014, everyone had phones, y'all. <laughs> we all had phones. We all had social media. I don't know if you were on, you know, Facebook back then or what's that one before that? Um MySpace. MySpace or whatever. No, it really was. I think Instagram was around too. But, you know, Instagram and Facebook, you know, everybody's faces were in their phones. You know, I mean, chefs were, you know, our customers were, you know, um, the all the people we interact with. I mean, everybody is like scrolling and looking, you know, in their phones. And I said, why wouldn't this be something, you know, our industry should embrace? Because, you know, people are looking for new trends, new ideas. And, you know, this didn't seem honestly really revolutionary to me. It just seems like, duh, we have to do this, you know. And not only that, but, you know, to establish an infrastructure, you know, to go along with that, you know, having a website, you know, not starting out with just, you know, Nancy Ridlin at gmail.com, you know, um, having, you know, an actual, you know, website emails that were Nancy at W3SalesOnline.com. I have tried to get W3SalesOnline.com, by the way, and they are charging way too much for that, P.S. But, you know, so we, you know, we, it, it didn't seem like rocket science that we would set up a website, you know, we would set up a brand and we, you know, had to, we went out and did some research on on logos and we found the logo that really captured us at that time. And I really loved, we, we loved it. And um, we wanted it to be fun. Um, we wanted to be um, creative. We wanted all these things and to be a little cutting edge, almost like I think we really like the West Elm vibe. And so that's kind of what we went for back then. It's changed since then. So, um, but just like really, you know, tapping into, you know, the technology side and not just like from the outward, but also the inward, you know, we invested in, um, you know, just looking, we, we started with a, you know, CRM system that connected with our quoting system. And, you know, we, we wanted to invest initially and build our infrastructure. Well, I think another big investment too, that you did right off the bat was showrooms. Is that Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Maybe something that doesn't always come right away at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you kind of took a a a chance or a leap with investing in that right off the bat, too. A big fat leap. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, we didn't have any. I mean, we had a couple of factories that we're talking to. I mean, but y'all, I, I, I made less, I mean, I was paying work my first year and, and we had planned on that, but yeah, I, I thought it was really important to have a showroom. And that was the first thing that we really wanted to invest in because if, 
you know, we don't have a space where people can come and see the products and see how they all work together. Um, it was really difficult. So that was another big leap of faith is, um, you know, building that infrastructure. But, you know, to be honest, like, you know, to, you know, we we all put our money into this, like personal money. Um, we had to get, you know, our, a bank, you know, we went to a bank, got our bank account set up. Like there was a lot of other things that had that also went on behind the scenes, you know, our accounting and, you know, all of that. But just to set up a business that, you know, um, you know, an, a business, you know, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a, a limit, an LLC. It was, you know, a corporation. And that's how we wanted to set it up. So initially it was the three of you, mm -hmm. the three women, mm -hmm. and you were covering what scope of a territory at that point in time. And how were you able to do that with just three people? Yeah. And very little children. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we, um, we initially all live in Dallas and thankfully, um, what my partner wanted and her family wanted to move down to Austin. So that actually really worked out. And, um, you know, divide and yeah, divided comfort. Mm -hmm. They've always wanted to live in Austin. So that was great. Well, that still leaves the rest of Texas and Oklahoma, guys. And for those of you who do not live here, this is a really big state. You can drive for like 15 hours and still be in Texas. And Oklahoma is also an awesome um you know, territory as well. So we were like, okay, we really can't afford to hire anybody right now. And um, so what if we hire interns? And so, and so that's how Feet on the Street kind of developed. Um, because we could, we we had just a couple of factories. So it wasn't the demand wasn't as high in the beginning, but we still needed to cover these other markets. So we would go and I would cover Houston and Oklahoma. And but the day to day, like because one of our big tenants was like, we want to be highly responsive. And so um, what we did was we set up this intern pr program. We beta tested it up in Oklahoma and OU and it was the response we got was phenomenal. And because people had never heard about our industry and um, and we had, I think, like 25 applicants for it. And we, you know, beta tested it up out of OU. Um, I know your daughter. Was My there. daughter was an intern. Yeah, yeah your daughter was an intern and um, from OU. And so we actually had, um, you know, great interns and they would go and, you know, drop off flyers and things like that. And that became our feed on the street program. So which is still continued to this day. And it's evolved and changed over the years. But um, that was just a quick, easy way for us to make sure everyone had coverage and we could, you know, support and, and do what we're going to say. I'm a big believer in like, if someone says like, hey, Nancy, I'm going to trust you with my factory, like that's a big deal. And so my job is to make sure I, I'm honest and that and in, in what my resources really are, what my relationships really are and how many people I have. There's no like smoke and mirrors that that bothers the heck out of me because um I just like to be truthful and upfront and um, and have the right sort of infrastructure to be able to support factories. Right. So once you kind of got that through that initial phase and started, you know, being hired on by more factories and growing, 
then you had to at some point start looking at more staffing full-time people beyond the feet on the street program. Mm -hmm. So kind of how did that play out? That's a really good question because that's honestly the the secret to W3 sauce and is our people. Like our people make up W3 and um I and the, honestly I really wanted to bring in new people outside the industry. And the feet on the street program same thing. That was the same concept. I wanted to show people what our industry was all about. And same thing and with that. And so I would have people just call me and say, hey, I know this person. I know that person. We actually hired one of our interns. At, we've hired several of our interns and um, given them an opportunity to work with us. So, um, but I really wanted to bring people in from the outside and train them from the ground up. And that is definitely the less tried and true way to do things. And I will get more into that on it. That's a whole nother podcast that's probably broken up into like five different ones. But not that, you know, it's just there's a lot of things, um, you know, uh, nuances. And, you know, a lot of our team had never even done sales. Well, before. me being one, I, I had no idea. I was like, what is this that you guys are doing? Didn't have any idea that this was a specific job. And mm -hmm. so I'm one that's came, come from outside of the industry. And I was molded and shaped in the W3 way. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it just goes back to that, you know, not being Bob, doing it in a different, a totally different way and mm -hmm. a fresh approach. Right. Right. And, you know, and then I end up with people, I mean, like Tracy, who has been, you know, by my side in Dallas and, you know, she has helped develop who we are today, our culture, along with Kevin and, you know, the other people on our team. And it's been really, really fun and very rewarding. And so and we, you know, we've had people come on board and this just wasn't for them. And that's OK, you know, um, but it's been really cool to just see like how people have grown in the industry and um, their relationships and you know, what they, their, their, their take on things and their approach. And I've learned, you know, I, I've always learned, you know, you're going to, you're going to learn way more from other people than you can teach them, you know, if you open yourself up. And so, and that's been, that's been like kind of the coolest part of all of this. Very cool. <laughs> um, we're, we're literally side by side. I know. So, we love each other. Yeah. So I, I love her. I consider, you know, Nancy a mentor and, you know, she teaches. I, I, she, you're a mentor to me. So it's been really fun. And, you know, I think for me, just p seeing where we are today, just primed and poised for just kind of the next level of where this company is going to go. We'll talk so much more about, you know, the different facets of it, you know, specifically. But I'm excited. I think it's really cool that we're doing this podcast. Nancy's got so much a wealth of information to share, and I think it's going to be really fun. So with that, I'm mm -hmm. going to ask you, you know, we have to do it every time. You already gave me one confession mm -hmm. from last time, but do you have a second confession that you'd like uh, to share? So many confessions. Okay, well, give me one. So, we'll have another chance to do more. But um, I have never in my life, you know, everyone always asks me, do you like being a boss? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I have never had so many bosses in my <laughs> life. I mean, um, so never in my life. And um, 
I've been very autonomous, you know, in my career and the fact that, you know, I had a sales manager and a VP of sales, which I have, man, the, my, the people that have mentored me and my VP of sales, um, Patrice Hagen and Dan Hinton and, and all the people in between, like, I mean, you guys have been such Jeff Weiland and Pete Anginen has been incredible. I mean, mentors and leaders for me and taught me so, so much. And so, but it was a really like straight line of communication. Right. I mean, I'm like, you know, I was here and I reported up through here. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now I, I, you know, I serve my factories. My factories are numero uno, like in, in my people, well, my people first. And, um, I'll get to that, but like we have factories. And so we have regionals at every single factory and, you know, we work for them. They're our bosses. They pay our paychecks. You know, we also, you know, um, my step, and then we have our customers and just serving them well, you know, and, um, and making sure we are delivering what we say we're going to do and, um, just bringing again, a fresh new approach and re, you know, being relevant. And, and, and that is, you know, that's a lot. And then, and making them look good for their for their bosses. I mean, that's our job, right? Sure. Is to make everyone look good for their for their boss, you know. And that that's our job. And I've said that probably three times this week to you know to just different people mm-hmm. on our team. We work for our factories, you know, mm-hmm. and we want to make you look good. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's really what we are driven to do. Yeah, so, right. And 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 then, uh, but most importantly, like my, um, you know, I work for my my people. And so that work with me, alongside me. And so my stepdad is an incredible mentor. And I've, I've already asked if he would um, be on the podcast, but he told me about a book called Servant Leadership. And um, it is about, you know, the way that, you know, Jesus served and basically, and he cleaned people's feet. He was always last, you know, he... He never, you know, he didn't, you know, lived a very simple, you know, not, you know, like carry my stuff, people, you know, like, I mean, um, as dramatic as I am, I'm not going to be like, oh, I lost something between, you know, um, the tollway and George Bush, go find it for me. You know, that's not me. And so I believe and, you know, I don't ask anybody to do things that I won't do myself. And, you know, and that is the spirit of of our company is that everyone is a team member and we each have and I've, you know, we'll say it over and over again, like we all have different strengths and we all help each other out to accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish. And, you know, I just you know, we don't watch somebody, you know, like breaking their back and I'm sitting here like eating cookies and brownies. I mean, I might after, but you you know, like cookies and brownies. There is a time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Always. But, um, but you know, and so it's just, I think that has been something that I've been exploring. Um, and another thing I want to add to is I, and I mentioned it before, but just really being what we are on the outside you know, like what you see outside is the same as inside. So that and, and what you see um, from the inside is that did I say that right? What you see from the inside is what you see from the out. What you see from the out is the same as you see as the in, right? So there's no no fake 
no fakery here. You know, there's good infrastructure. What you get is what you see. Yeah. The, yeah. The well, kinda, yeah. I mean, you, you know, um, that what you we, see is what you get. What you see is what you mm-hmm. get. And, and also, you know, there's the iceberg thing too. You know, there's a lot underneath to accomplish all of that to get to the final product of what you actually see. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, we want to be, you know, building a culture and an organization that does what they say they're going to do so that at night, because I can't sleep at night. So I need as much like um, assurance that like W3 has done the very best we can. And I can go to bed at night and saying, you know what, our team rocks. And I can say that every night and they put a hundred and billion percent into everything they do. And um, I'm just very, very thankful um, for my team. So it's not, it's not me. And you know what, if it's about you and only you, like, um, I just encourage you to like, you know, tap into the resources around you and um, listen to their ideas, whether they be, you know, right out of school, or maybe it's an intern, you know, to the person that has been, you know, is on the way out, they have tons of wisdom. So, um, again, it's just being not right afraid to ask for help, not being afraid to ask questions, you know, on how to do things, not being too proud. You know, I'm a very, you know, pride is something I, you know, I struggle with and asking for help. You know, I don't know how to do this, you know. So those are all things that, you know, there's lots more to uncover and unpack. And it would be hours if I told you how it all you know, really began and got going, but a good business plan, you know, um, how you're going to differentiate differentiate yourself and, you know, just setting up a really good support system around you is definitely the key and good partnerships. So thank you so much for sharing so much of your story. Thank you, Tracy. I can't wait to interview you. I'm so excited. Coming soon. And yeah, so thanks so much. We've had a crazy week. So I think we should bust out some bubbly now. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Bye, y'all. Thanks. For more inspiration, follow our social media at W3Sales. Please like, comment, and subscribe. You know, all the things. We would love to connect with you.